Hey y'all, welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, February 28th, my birthday. Let's start with what you missed over the last week in the world of sports, and then go on to what to watch this upcoming week. Okay, so we're bringing back some baseball because if the MLB and the players cannot come to agreement on the new collective bargaining agreement by the end of today, the season will be delayed. Players' pay has decreased every year over the last four years. That being said, before you feel too bad for them, the average major league salary is $4.17 million as of last year's opening day. So basically what the players want is they want players to get paid earlier in their careers. That looks like it's likely on the table. Fixing service time manipulation. That looks like unlikely will get fixed. Preventing teams from losing on purpose. That's more likely to get fixed. And removing restraints from free agency. Absolutely no chance that's going to be fixed. Their only bargaining chip is money. And that being said, they also have agreed or offered to extend playoffs for 12 teams and opening up to uniform advertising. So that's kind of the stuff that we're there discussing and what may or may not be agreed upon. But if they do not come to agreement by the end of today, then it looks like we're going to delay the beginning of the MLB season. Derek Jeter has also stepped down as the Marlins CEO after four seasons with the team. He had a 4% stake in the team And they did make the postseason in 2020, but they do have the worst record in the National League over the last four years. Moving on to college basketball. Number 10, Baylor barely made it past Oklahoma State on Monday, winning it in overtime. Number 9, Texas Tech and number 8, Kansas, both destroyed their opponents on Tuesday by over 20 points. Number 21, UConn had the first upset of the week, beating number 8, Villanova. After a no upset Wednesday, Thursday brought a loss for the number 12 UCLA Bruins at the hand of Oregon. Number 15 Illinois was upset by fellow Big Ten number 22 Ohio State. And number 16 USC needed overtime to beat Oregon State. And to put that in perspective, Oregon State has only won three games this entire season. Now hold on to your hats on this one, people. Saturday brought on some serious craziness. Number one, two, three, four, five, and six all lost all on Saturday. You can't make this stuff up. Number one, Gonzaga lost to number 23, St. Mary's, by 10 points. Same goes to number five, Kansas, losing to number 10, Baylor. Number three, Auburn lost to number 17, Tennessee. And number six, Kentucky, lost to number 18, Arkansas. That leaves number two and number four, Arizona and Purdue, losing to unranked teams. Number seven broke the top 10 losing streak, winning on Saturday. Although number nine, Texas Tech, also lost on a great after a great week last week to TCU. On Sunday, only number 22 Ohio State lost to unranked Maryland. Moving on to the NBA, the Warriors blew a 19-point lead in the fourth quarter, which is the largest so far this NBA season. The San Francisco team had been winning by 21 points over the Dallas Mavs at one point, and at the beginning of the fourth quarter was leading by 19. They started to fall apart in the 12th minute when Dallas went on a 26-1 to run starting at 944. 
Moving on to some football news that we have this week. Michigan has extended Harbaugh's deal for five more years. That's just an additional year on last year. Grambling State's head coach Hugh Jackson is under fire after hiring Art Bryles as his offensive coordinator. If you can't place that name because it has been a while, let me remind you, Art Bryles was the head coach at Baylor before he was fired for a campus-wide sexual assault allegations against his team. Also some big news, the NCAA is finally relaxing their rules and penalties against marijuana use by athletes. It will now take a higher dosage to test positive, and the penalties have also been lessened. For more on that, visit the blog. Basic, but all this is just finally because all of the four big pro sports leagues have either loosened or done away completely with their marijuana testing and penalties. This weekend, the NFL Combine will be in Indianapolis. That starts Thursday and runs through Sunday. The first game of the NFL season next year, the Bucks will be held in Munich, Germany to be against the team that's to be announced, but they're not the only ones traveling. The Packers will also play in London for the first time next season. They're the only ones to have not played there yet. The Jags will also play in London, but that's pretty normal for them, and the Cardinals will play in Mexico City. In the world of golf, we have another first-time winner on the PGA Tour. Tour Australia Austrian Sepp Straka won the Honda on the final hole over Irishman Shane Lowry. He was tied going into the 18th, but birdied the final and took the Honda despite the rainy downpour. So congratulations to Sepp. Phil also has been in the news. If you haven't seen Phil Mickelson apologized for his comments last week after he made some inflammatory comments about the new Saudi League and the PGA Tour. Again, you can go to the blog to kind of read the the word for word, but basically he said he was willing to overlook how scary the human rights violations have been because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to shape how the PGA Tour operates. <laughs> so this new league is said to be poaching PGA Tour players who some of them have come out to stand with the PGA Tour, but, you know, that may sound a little bit like college head coaches. No, I'm not applying for this job also. Mickelson has been rumored to lead the split by some of the players. Greg Norman is set to be the commissioner of the new league that will be supposed to have 10 U.S. tournaments to start this summer. Players who play in the Saudi league will not be allowed to play on the PGA Tour. According to the PGA Tour commissioner, he has made that very clear. In Olympic news, the IOC has called to further condemn the Russian Olympic Committee by excluding athletes and officials from international events in light of the Ukraine invasion. Now, each sports body will make their own decision. FIFA is is now elected to do so. Russia has been kicked out of the 2022 FIFA World Cup. I have to commend FIFA on that because the Olympics has just changed their name and FIFA looked like they were just going to kind of call them the Russian Olympic Committee, their version being the Football Union of Russia. However, they did finally pull the trigger and kicked them out. So got to say, congrats, FIFA. 
Moving on to what to watch this upcoming week, we have a lot of NBA games starting Tuesday running through Sunday, and I'm going to highlight the two playoff teams games. On Tuesday, we have the Hawks at the Celtics at 6.30 on TNT and the Mavericks at the Lakers at 9. We then on Thursday have the Grizzlies at the Celtics at 6.30 on TNT and the Lakers Clippers, the Battle of L.A., at nine on Friday, we have the Bucks at the Bulls at 630 on ESPN on Saturday. The Warriors will play the Lakers. That'll be a great game at 730 p.m. on ABC. And then on Sunday, we have also two games you must watch on ABC. The Nets at the Celtics at noon and the Suns at the Bucks at 230. In men's basketball, we start on Monday, again, my birthday, number three, Baylor at number 21, Texas at 8 p.m. on ESPN. Tuesday, we then have number nine, Providence at 11, Villanova at 5.30 on Fox Sports 1. We also have Purdue at number 10, Wisconsin at 8 p.m. on ESPN. And number two, at Arizona at 16, USC at 10 o'clock on ESPN. We then don't have another ranked first ranked game until Saturday. Number 14, Arkansas at 13, Tennessee at 11 a.m. on ESPN. Number 21, Texas at 6, Kansas at 3 p.m. on ESPN. And rounding out Saturday, number 16, USC at 17, UCLA at 9 p.m. on ESPN. We end the week Sunday with number 24, Iowa at 20, Illinois at 6.30 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. This week on the PGA Tour, we have two tournaments going on. The Puerto Rico Open, that can be viewed on Golf Channel starting Thursday at 9 a.m. And then we have the Arnold Palmer Invitational. This will be Bryson-less as Bryson has pulled out due to injury. But round one starts on Thursday at 1 p.m. on Golf Channel. And then on the weekend, you can catch it at 11.30 on Golf Channel a.m. and then going to NBC at 1.30 we have a couple of hockey games on as well. There's four, including one on mainstream television. Thursday, we have the Bruins at the Golden Knights at 8 p.m. on ESPN. And Saturday, the Blackhawks at the Flyers at 2 p.m. on ABC. We then have also a bunch of soccer games and another reminder that the Paralympics start on Friday. So Paralympics can be viewed on USA and NBC. The opening ceremonies will begin Friday morning at 5.30 a.m. That can be viewed on USA. That wraps it up for me this week. Nice, short, sweet blog post and um, podcast this week, but wanted to go ahead and get y'all updated. I'm going to go enjoy my birthday, but y'all, I hope to see you next week. If you want more updates and more games, check out the blog. Thanks.